We are into the last week of the regular season in the NFL, and there are six players left in the LPL. Jared S. returns to the show and helps break down the remaining picks. And is there possibly a cure for COVID within the NFL? I'm your host, Mark G., with co-host Jared S., and this is the LPL Sunday Preview. All right, guys, we are into week 17. This is the last week of the LPS season, and there are only uh, five players left, actually six players left um, in the last week. We've got some picks to break down, and we've got our co-host, Jared S., with us. So, Jared, what's going on, man? Not much. Uh, glad to be back after a week hiatus uh, during you know the holidays and Christmas and stuff like that. I wasn't able to step away from the family in order to, to knock out the podcast, but uh, – Sounded like you did a great job last week. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. And and thanks for uh, jumping on the sword on that. But actually, I think it was more my fault uh, in terms of not being able to line up with our normal time. Uh, so either way, um, had a great holiday, Christmas. And, you know, it's been cool just kind of working a little and just chilling a little and definitely needed the downtime. But it's 2021, dude. Holy, holy crap. And you know what's crazy? I watched Back to the Future 1 and 2. Have oh, yeah. Have you seen those movies? Oh, I lo- I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. Huge yeah, so you know what's thing. crazy? You know what the future, when they go back to the future, right, in the second movie? Yeah. And uh, Doc's like, ah, you, Marty, your kids, you know. Uh, and he's like, what's going on? And they jump in the car and they go. That future was October 21st of 2015. Wow. So it was like five years ago with their is, future, like 30 yeah. years. Yeah, so it's crazy. And we don't even and have just, hoverboards yet. We don't even have, don't have any of that cool stuff. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, where's the flying car? Right. But you know what's crazy is that movie did predict the Cubs winning the World Series. Like oh, like 2015, 2015 was when they predicted they won. Wow. And they also predicted a franchise team in Miami, a baseball team. Oh, um, and, and the next year after 2015 is when the Cubs, I think it was 2016, the Cubs won the World Series. So right. that was actually one of the only things they got right. There's there's an article, you can Google it, and it kind of somebody breaks down all the things they predicted and what actually came true. And not a whole lot came true, but there was like one or two things. And that was one of the big ones uh, okay. the Cubs winning. So it's pretty to, cool. I'll have to take a look at it. I'm definitely a big uh, Back to the Future fan. We used to watch it on VHS driving from here to Illinois for like getting to my dad's family's farm and stuff like that. So it was a uh, staple. Uh, yeah, staple. Same thing with Indiana Jones and, and Star Wars, the original, you know, yeah, four or five dude, and six. Yeah, I love so. those, man. Yep. Those are the best. Those are yep. the best. And they have in, in Back to the Future 2 – he goes to this like retro eighties cafe mm-hmm. and it was, it actually occurred in the eighties, that movie. So they were kind of predicting there would be retro eighties stuff. And there is, there's like retro eighties cafes and like retro stuff. It's pretty cool. Yep. So, and dude, the gray's almanac, man, if you could get that gray sports <laughs> almanac and be in this league, <laughs> I know we, we did Biff Tanner would totally clean up in the LPL, man. He would kill it. He, would oh, totally sure. kill it. he might miss one or two just in there just to make it seem like he, you know, yeah. he wasn't on it, but no, he definitely will. Yeah. He wouldn't have to sweat out every week either. He would know that it was actually happening. Yeah. That was a cool movie series. I watched it actually on new year's Eve. Uh, it was on one of the channels and I just watched one and two and then we went out and kind of, you know, crawled around the neighborhood for little new year's Eve stuff. So, Right. It's a good way to kind of get into the new year to realize how crazy time is. Because I don't know about you, man, but 2020 was like the weirdest. Like, I didn't know. Like, it's still today. I don't even know what day or week it is. Like, it's, right. it's totally time feels totally twisted. So it's pretty wild. Well, it let's seems jump. Like it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, it just seems like 2020, everybody's excited just to get to 2021 and hopefully everything's going to keep uh, rolling. And it, I mean, I think people's optimism will probably be there. It's, I think it's crazy that just being a teacher, we ended school. I think we closed March 13th. And the fact that we're like, you know, less than three months away, probably from, from being to that point and being out of school is, is crazy to me. Like, I, I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's totally wild. wild, man. Yeah. And not seeing the kids and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. So anyways. Yeah, it's weird. But but you know what? 21, lucky number, blackjack. I mean, come on. 2021 right. is going to be a lucky year for all of us, man. Let's freaking head of steam. Kick some ass this year, bro. Right. That's how I'm taking. That's how I'm going to the year. Shot out of a cannon. <laughs> let's go. All right. So let's talk about the picks, man. We've got six picks here. You are in first place, brother. 27 points. Rookie sensation. Rookie of the year for sure. And then you got Derek, freaking Derek A, man. He's got – Derek has got two picks left in the out of the five people. Yeah. Uh, it's just – I mean, that's unreal that you could have two picks and, and be in the top like that. Um, so let's run down the picks real quick. So you've got the over Houston, Tennessee, over 56. Yep. Uh, Derek, Derek's right behind you, 26 points. He's got Dallas minus three. Ken – or sorry, Ken. I always want to say Ken Jennings. He's not in jeopardy. Uh, Kevin <laughs> – my boy Cav here has got 26 points, one point behind you, and he's got the under the the San Francisco uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Seahawks. Um, I kind of like that because the Niners defense has picked it up a little, and the Seattle defense is terrible. But yep. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, then we got Corey's got Buffalo minus one. Uh, Derek's second pick. He's got the Jets plus three and a half. Wow. And then Danny, and actually you've effectively neutralized Danny's pick by he's got the over for Houston Tennessee too. Yeah. So you've kind of like neutralized his pick there. I'm sure he um, doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be happy about that. But hey, you know what? He stuck with his strategy of taking all over bets. They are fun bets to watch and cheer for. And he did freaking really, really well with it. So good for him. But uh, anyway, so what, why don't, what are your thoughts on these picks, man? Why don't you kind of give us your, your take? Yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll start with mine. I went with Houston, Tennessee, and it, I when I sent in my email to Jim, I was like, "All right," and I sent it in late, uh, not late after I sent it in like eleven on Saturday. But and he's, you know, he sent me in. He's like, "You kind of got to make a pick here, dude." <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to a bunch of stuff. I was looking at you know the lines and they were moving and stuff. And there's a few games that were all over the board, and um, you know, I just felt like for me, Tennessee and Houston, they both score a bunch of points. Tennessee is one of three teams that scores averages over 30 um, a game. And I just felt like Deshaun Watson's just been a beast all year. Uh, according to PFP, he hasn't had a bad game all year. Like according to like, you know, the way that they grade everything out. Um, the only thing that worries me is Tunsil was ruled out. They're starting left tackle. So um, that kind of, huge. yeah, that worries me. Uh, but the thing is, is I, I will say Tennessee just doesn't pressure the quarterback very well. So I don't know that it's going to be that big of a deal overall. If you were facing, you know, maybe a team that had a little bit more pressure coming off the edge, maybe it would, but, um, yep. but the public is on the over, which I don't necessarily like. Um, and I think I'm having to pay a little bit of a tax, um, with it at 56, but Tennessee, yep. I think, is looking to have a little bit of a revenge game coming back after, you know, losing to uh, Green Bay, and they got a win. So uh, that's kind of where my head was at. And just kind of going with, you know, the way that I feel like, you know, deciding whether to do pick a team, it's – week 17 is terrible. Like, it's just so hard to, to find a spot um, in yep. order to pick it. So um, – but we'll start with uh, Derek going with the Cowboys. And I actually um, was leaning towards – uh, the Giants actually, because we have them, I think at plus three in ours, but this line actually opened at Cowboys plus three um, when it initially hit like a week and a half ago. And so 
it just kind of looks like the Cowboys may be at a at a you might be paying a tax on the Cowboys just because they've been rolling there, especially their offense. But they they've been playing some pretty bad um, defenses over the last couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see um, how the Giants come out and play. They just can't score that many points. So um, my feeling is this is obviously going to be a close game. Both teams need to win in order to get in, and then they get to watch the Redskins um, on Sunday Night Football to see if they uh, if they can get in or not. Oh. How terrible and pathetic is it that six and ten is going to win an NFC East or or something like that? Yeah, and that is just so horrendous. Well, the other thing I heard, uh, which is crazy, is the Giants are in a position right now where a bunch of things have to happen. Obviously, and I'm sure it's like you know a lot of these bum teams have to win, um, but it's they could end up if they lose today. In theory, if everything breaks their way, they could have the third overall pick, or they could win the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> that is wow i know that's so crazy dude. Yeah, oh my god I, I didn't i don't know the exact teams because i'm sure it's probably like a mile long but yeah that's one of the big pitches oh and by like the this. way by the way i said six and ten on purpose because the eagles my eagles will definitely be the washington redskins football oh, team or whatever we're calling okay. them these days so okay i automatically locked in that victory jalen hurts is obviously i mean without question the next russell wilson tom brady i mean he's gonna be the greatest <laughs> quarterback of all time Without a doubt. I mean, you can't argue with pedigrees with Alabama. He was at the Oklahoma. He won national right. championships. Heisman. I mean, this guy is the future. I'm putting all my chips on Jalen Hurts. He will be. Uh, he will surpass Joe Montana's record in 2020. Wow. Well, okay. Actually, 2040. Well, the, uh, I'll put it that way. 2040. So, so I guess if that's the that's the that's going to happen, that's already locked in. And what's going on with uh, with Wentz? Where's he going? Well, I think. I mean. Uh, I can't take credit for this. A buddy of mine dropped this into my head, and I, I like this. I think he's going to the Colts. Yeah, man. that's what everybody seems. You to got Frank to. Reich. Frank Reich is his his whisperer, right? The offensive coordinator for the Eagles now, and with the Colts, he you know Philip Rivers. I mean, he, he can only Kent to Colby sidearm that ball so often. That, right. I mean, his shoulder's got to be ready to fall off. Right. Plus, you got to pick up ten or twelve kids that he has with that arm too. So <laughs> you know he's, he can't just keep like he's got to be done. Right. And you, you drop Wentz in behind the best offensive line in football in the Colts, and their defensive line is sick as well. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. I think I think that's one of the most likely landing spots for him. Uh, the Eagles are going to take like a $60 million hit to the cap, but I think they've got to do it and you know just take the pain, write it down, and, and move on with Jalen Hurts, who is the next Joe Montana. <laughs> I, I i like the fact that they've they've penciled in and again nothing like an nfc east fan um over kind of overdoing it and overselling it trust me it's the redskins you know if they win today which i'm hoping they do of course in my mind i've already built up that if they do win they can come out and beat the tampa bay bucks down in tampa and you know continue to advance and then you know you're a, a i don't know it's just it's not a good way to a good way to think i don't think and i'm trying to minimize my uh my perception of what's going to happen tonight, just that way I'm not disappointed. Yeah, but. you should you should do that for sure. I mean, the Eagles <laughs> Eagles are going to dominate like 100. percent And actually, jokes aside, man, I'm I think that that Redskins, you know, their their defense is legit, dude. Chase Young, I mean, that was a great draft pick by them, and he, you know, that is a really really tough defense. It's going to be a huge test for Jalen, and if the Cowboys were able to figure out Jalen, I think uh, the Redskins are going to probably be able to figure him out, assuming that's what happened. Um, you know, I don't know if you watched the Eagles Cowboys game, but there were like six or seven false starts by the offensive line for the Eagles, like setting Jalen back to like third and twenties and second and twenties. So okay. he got put in a lot of bad situations. They couldn't really run the ball. So, but I think he, you know, even that said, I mean, a lot of people said he had a bad game. I still like that. He made quick decisions. He got the ball out, you know, he, he threw it away when he could. 
Uh, he did make some bad plays and some bad passes, but you know that's to be expected. I, I'm still a huge fan. I think he's uh, I think he's the answer, but we'll see. And and you know I think for sure when Wentz goes to the Colts or wherever he goes, if he goes to the Colts, he's going to probably have a really good year behind that offensive line. And all the Eagles fans are going to be split between we should have kept them versus, you know, we made the right decision. So we'll see anyway, but back to the LPL. So the Cowboys giants, we talked about that. What about the next pick on the list here? The Seahawks Niners under we think of that one. Yeah, I actually, I, I like that one a lot. Um, just because, again, like you kind of mentioned before, when we were getting rolling with when you were mentioning the picks, San Francisco's defense actually has been, I want to say, in the top five the last like several weeks, just the way that they've been playing. And I know they've lost a couple games um, thrown in there, but a lot of it had to deal with um, their uh, turnover battle that they were that the offense was kind of just turning the ball over. I think one of them was against Dallas that was in there. But um, the other thing is, is Seattle's offense just hasn't been rolling once. Uh, Russell Wilson week 10 he kind of started taking a dip right there and he's a middle of the road quarterback since week 10 for the most part I can't remember his splits but I want to say it's like 12 touchdowns to nine picks or something like that and yeah they just haven't been um, you know not letting Russ cook which was I I think once that happened Pete Carroll kind of brought in the reins a little bit and wanted them to to run the ball a little bit more so um, and their defense has been playing a little bit better uh, for sure so I I I do see this game um, being a little bit low you know kind of getting in the under, you know, even the last couple of weeks, Seattle, what was it against the Giants? It was like an 18-15 game or something like that. So, I, you know, I, would, I don't want to say it's going to be that low, but I could see it um, just kind of being in the 20s, yeah. low 20s. Yeah, I could see that too, man. I think that's uh, – it looks like the public's on that 75% of the picks taking the under. Uh, you mentioned the over. Yep. Yeah, eight, almost 80% of the, the public is on the over of Houston, Tennessee, over 56. So, um, I know Danny usually likes to fade the public, so he, you know, maybe he was in early on that. Who knows? But uh, so two picks left to talk about. We got the Bills minus one and the Jets plus three and a half. So what do you think of the Bills minus one? And who are they playing? They're playing Miami. Miami. Yeah. So yeah, interesting game. There. This was well. It was. I got like I originally when I saw the line and when I saw it, it was the minus. You know, it was minus one. But that even kind of. It, it, it was originally when it opened up the week week before it was Miami five and a half. And then the bills came out and just absolutely, you know, dominated. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, then you kind of make the decision of whether or not it seemed like the bills were just going to keep playing their guys, but then it's weird. But this, I think the Steelers are the ones that kind of help dictate that the bills might are going to end up being able to rest some starters. Cause they've already, the Steelers said they're going to rest guys. Yeah. Um, they came out with big vet, big Ben. And then even their, a lot of their big hitters on defense. I know Watt is out yep. and I think Hayward is out for them. So you're looking at a bunch of guys, you know, that they're going to sit mm-hmm. already on that, uh, you know, for the Steelers, which means the bills, I mean, in theory, that even if they don't win, they're going to lock up that two seed. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think to me, I, it just, it looked, I think the line right now is uh, the Dolphins minus one and a half. So it swung around. Uh, right. He locked well, in. He locked in. Yesterday, the bills it was three. Yeah. So it's, it's been jumping around. It was three yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I like the Bills just because I think that they are, you know, they want to win. I think they they've got everything rolling. I did hear that because uh, uh, McDermott's coming off the Andy Reid um, tree that he actually Andy Reid tends to rest guys. Yeah. And so if if you go based on that off that tree, then then McDermott's going to want to pull his guys after a couple series. Um, one of my buddies is a Bills fan, and you know, I texted him earlier this week, and I was like, "What are the Bills going to do? Like, what? Are, yeah, because he actually listens to, you know, the Buffalo home station and stuff like that, even though he's down right. here. And he's like, 
I, we don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Like they kind of are a little bit all over the place. So, uh, but they did, something came out um, that they were going to probably end up and kind of rest their guys, but who knows? Miami's got to win. This is the coldest game I did hear that uh, two is going to play in um, kind of in his college, um, you know, professional career. This is going to be the coldest weather game he's ever played, which cold definitely impacts you. Your hands get, you know, <laughs> numb up a little bit. You have to get that steel uh, stinging feeling in your yep. hands. So we'll see how he, how he, and you know, Fitzmagic's not there in order to bail him out. So we'll see. I love Fitzmagic, man. He's so much fun to watch. I mean, you just, you don't know if it's going to be Fitz magic or Fitz tragic, you know, like one of those two guys. Shows right. Up. Like he's got no in between dude. He's either like the best quarterback on earth or like an interception machine. You just can't figure it out. Yeah. But the guy's awesome. He's, he's the, he's the epitome of like what it talks, when you talk about when you're on a heater, you yeah. just want to stay on it, but then you, you want to get off that yeah. heater before dude, totally. it comes crashing down. Totally. And by the way, I said earlier in the podcast that you kind of neutralized Danny's pick. Well, you really didn't because, Danny's not playing for first place, right? He can't – well, I guess, you know, technically he can't mathematically get the first place because he's four points right. out of where you are. So you didn't really neutralize him because if he wins, he could jump some of these guys and get into more of a higher tier of the money. So I just want to correct that real quick. But but really in terms of the, the payout, so there's six six spots left, right? Uh, there, it's 65% payout for first place. Second place is 25%. Third place is 10%. And then fourth place gets their money back. So whatever they're in at, uh, I guess is, you know, is what they get back. So, so really just high chance of anybody that's left getting in the money, but two, two people are going to fall out or fall just short. Um, so that's right. kind of what we're looking at right now. So right now there's 2,370 units. We'll call them units, right? They're units uh, in the pool. And, um, you know, I guess that's a, it's a pretty nice payout. 65% of that is what? You got some quick math skills on you? I do not. It's about 1500 bucks, dude. 1500 clams, simoleons, greenbacks. Pretty nice. I tell you that it is a nice, it is a nice payout, especially when, like when I, you know, I told you, um, Dave asked me in order to join or whatever it was. I didn't really know, you know, when you're, if you're looking at putting down, I think what's the buy in 20 bucks yeah, or something like 20, that, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so you put in twenty bucks, and if you can get on a, on a little bit of a heater or whatever it is, twenty bucks can ride it out that you turn into, you know, whatever it is. Even if you turn twenty into, you know, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred bucks, whatever you take that at the beginning of the season, as long as you could make picks. Yep. But yep, yep. it's fun. It's stress. It, it's definitely stressful. It's 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 enjoyable. And again, getting to weeks, I did not think we'd get to week seventeen, but I don't even know in terms of the history of this league, like what when it normally it kind of ends. But just seeing from Jim's email. Uh, last week, it seemed like it, one of them went to the AFC NFC championship game in order to determine fourth place. Or yeah, the tiebreaker. Like I mean, I think every <laughs> year it runs through into the playoffs because there's so many people in here and it's pretty mm -hmm. common to have some ties uh, going into the playoffs. So it will keep going. Uh, it'll keep going until the, the tiebreakers are determined. So let's just recap. So right now, assuming, you know, there, there'll probably be a little bit more money put in the pot. But as of right now, we got 1,540 for first place, almost 600 for second, 237 for third, and then, you know, a percentage of that. But actually, there's – I'm doing the math wrong here. Um, the commish, Jim, takes 5% for running this, which is uh, – That's smart yeah, on his yeah, part. I mean, it's a lot of work. So, and he, he had to overcome, like we talked about a lot. Well, you weren't on the podcast, but we talked on the last podcast about the little mini controversy we had on some picks – uh, but right. you know, handled with uh, perfect diplomacy by our 
5% uh, compensated gym commissioner. That's, so that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought, I thought he handled it the right way. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to interject and say like, you know, to do what, but to me, the, the pick coming in from Nashville kind of, that's a definitely uh, a fluke type thing and in, in what was going on and stuff like that. So, but I agree. I agreed with the way that it, it played out. Yeah. So, you know, those numbers I gave out rough numbers, uh, nice payouts um, for, you know, pretty long, <laughs> long year. Uh, and a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. And I, I just keep coming back to Derek, man. I, I just can't believe he's got, you know, two people, two picks in the top, and he could potentially finish first and second, which is unreal. Right. No, for sure. And the one thing that I think it's going to be, and not to like, I'm hoping by next time, this time next year, we can actually like, there's going to be some online type stuff that's legal yeah. in uh, mm-hmm. Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I looked up, it looked like something was going to happen in, in January, sometime mid to late January, but I'm not even who knows if that was an accurate like right. depiction of what was going to happen and stuff. But when you kind of look and you can't do it early on, but you can kind of start seeing some of the, like I'd look at Derek next year and kind of yep. look to see what he's doing and start using his picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do that though. Right. Cause they like, they're all blind picks and then you don't see them until being dry. And then you got to see, okay, well the next week's a whole nother week, but no, true. I think, I think this week, I think you called it right, man. This week is the toughest week because Teams that are playoff teams are resting players. Like you don't even know what's going to happen. So, I think the right. to me the safest picks were the over and under picks because at least you can kind of you know know the teams are going to score points or not score points versus trying to figure out who's going to win and by how much. Um, right. So I think that's a smart strategy. Like the last week to take more of an over or under take. But well, let's talk about the last pick here: the Jets plus three and a half, and that's our boy Derek here. So. Uh, you know, I, I'm chuckling to myself, but what's your analysis on that? I mean, you know, the Jets kind of they 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 lost the 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 number one pick lottery to the Jaguars. I mean, Jaguars are going to get Trevor Lawrence. The Jets might get Justin Fields, who looked freaking unbelievable. I don't know if you watched the game, did. but he looked so he good, did. man, and he got lit up and still played amazing. So they're they're probably going to draft him. I mean, I think they should, but so there's not really a whole lot on the line here. But they're playing the Patriots. I mean, you had that theory that Belichick could lose, or, or you were talking about the conspiracy that's out there that yeah. Belichick might lose on purpose. So they lose the pick. Well, that's not even at play. So, so what, what do you think that what's your take here on taking the jets plus three and a half? That's uh, it seems pretty risky. I, I actually like the jets plus three and a half right here. The only reason why is it, you don't really know exactly what Belichick's going to do. He's not in uh, a position where he's going to lose his job. So the one thing that I, I heard a lot this week is to, try and look at teams where if the coach is on the hot seat, then more than likely he's going to make sure to put in guys that he wants to play and obviously to try and win the game, to show, put his best best foot forward, obviously. But the example is like Belichick where he's not losing his job. He may start putting in some of these guys. An example would be Stidham. You know, Cam might play the first quarter, but then Stidham gets the rest of the three. And, and let's be honest. I mean, I don't have confidence in Stidham. Now, if he goes out and he plays well, you don't know it's a coin flip. But if you said that Stidham was going to be starting this game, would it really be three and a half still? I would probably say not. Yep. Um, and so it just seems to me like some of those – Belichick may be one of those guys where he kind of is starting to put in, you know, some backups to try and see and evaluate talent, get them on some film, playing against some ones against another team. Um, so I actually like this. And Darnold's been playing yeah. a lot better. And, and Darnold wants to – I mean, I think he wants to play well in order to – to go somewhere potentially, you know, if they're actually going to trade him to where he can win, you know what I mean? He yeah. doesn't want to, I mean, he might get traded to somewhere where they're not, but 
more than likely a team's going to want to trade if they're going to trade a one or two or a high draft pick for them. It's going to be to a place where they're kind of ready to win pretty close. Um, and they've got, you know, a little bit of a team around them. So I think he's going to want to go out and perform, perform well and no Frank Gore this week. So <laughs> Frank Gore. Dude. Yeah. Speaking, I mean, of, a, speaking averaging... of guys who've gotten into time machines oh. and went somewhere, <laughs> that guy clearly like went back to the future and like regenerated all of his cells to play again. This oh. year. I mean, it's crazy to think that he, you know, I, I remember him like tearing his ACL in that Miami, right? In that yeah. bowl game. Yeah. Wasn't that him? It might have been in McGahey as well. But anyways, I think I just remember Gore being playing in college. I mean, that's such a long time ago. And Dude, I have I mean, a theory. Just... I have a theory that Frank Gore's blood is the cure for COVID. That's my theory. And <laughs> I think we should harvest it. I think we should test it on a couple people. Actually, I'd be willing to get COVID. And have somebody inject Frank Gore's blood into and, me just to see if it works. And see what happens. Right. Either way, I think I'm going to be way, way better right. off. He's like Chuck I, Norris. Like Chuck Norris. He's like, going to, he's going to try yeah. to keep playing. I think because his son is in college, right? I can't. I don't even know what. I know his son's. I don't know where his son's at, but I think his son's in college right now. And I didn't know if he was going to try and so that way the two of them were in the league at the same point. Which in football, but if you're not a quarterback, there's that's just not. I don't. It's I don't know crazy. if that's ever happened before. So I know. Yeah. Like I think all the Chuck but Norris jokes only, should be should be should be changed to Frank Gore jokes. Like Frank Gore doesn't <laughs> do push ups, he pushes the earth down. Yeah, all that stuff. Right. Well, and who knows? Like he could I mean he's not averaging, I think, like under four yards of carry. So I can't imagine him being brought back. But I mean the dude just keeps going to these places and and it's just asked to be like a you know, a short yardage carrier guy and and he ends up being like the starter because someone gets hurt or whatever it is. It's it's crazy to see where he's ended up and how he's done and stuff like that. So Nice. All right, man. Well, let's wrap up here. I think that was a good analysis for the picks. I am 1000% on the Patriots and I'm actually going to put a little, little cash on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am in a state that allows sports gambling from your phone, which is amazing. Oh my God. I'm I'm not, I, I can't wait. Surprised I'm not bankrupt by now. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm not bankrupt by now, but I've, and they actually track all of your wagering. Like, so it's been legal for years and I've been in, in it for eight years or so. And I am slightly net negative, but, uh, I feel like I've won more than I've lost. So anyway, it's all entertainment. It's all a good time. Of course, um, of course. So I am going with Bill Belichick, the evil genius. He does not want to lose to a Jets team in his division. He's going to crush them. I think they win by 10. Dang. So I'm going on. I'm going out on a limb there. Uh, Darnold will want to play well, but he just can't. He just can't <laughs> play well. Uh, you know, and if Frank Gore doesn't play, that guy is a machine. Um, he's actually not that important to the Jets, but. I just think his story's amazing. Yeah. Like a running back. Of all things, a running back to last that long. Right. All right, brother. Uh, thanks for uh, connecting, man. Good times. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next week. We're going to actually have the Kamesh Jim on the show and maybe a couple others. So awesome. Be good. Very cool. All right, man.